Hello, Brian here. Before we get into this episode, I just have to say, for some reason, the audio doubled down itself while we recorded this, so it's probably not the best episode to listen to. As you know, at the start of every episode we have a summary, so if you just skipped chapter 18, I wouldn't blame you. Hope you enjoy, if you can, and uh, we'll see you next time on Beast Fables. One... Hello, and welcome back to Beast Fables, a weekly show where we follow the lives of tiny animals in a massive forest. I'm Brian, and I'm going to be your narrator for today's adventure. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm the founder of Dungeons and a Dime, a publishing imprint creating entry-level tabletop role-playing game content. I am joined today by Ver, Atlanta, and Fraser, who will introduce themselves, starting with Ver. Good episodes, everybody. My <laughs> name is... I use they them pronouns. I am a comic artist and illustrator, and today I will be playing as Balthazar of Blueberry Pond, a tenacious and very brave Toad Knight. Very brave Toad Knight, who's also completely out of harm's way, so we'll see how much trouble yeah, you get um, into. Yeah, I, I say tonight, tonight I'm playing, I... Balthazar is in the world, but we will see if we'll actually <laughs> witness much of his shenanigans. He was very mm -hmm. present in the last game that we played, and uh, I do believe that the narrative focus might shift to um, our other two uh, players tonight. <laughs> you know in Community where Troy walks into the fire oh and he's God. holding pizzas and everything's on fire and he's like, stepped yeah. away for like two minutes? Yeah. I feel like that's going to be... Don't, don't, don't manifest that energy just yet, you know? <laughs> but let's just see where it develops, you know? The next, vibe up, vibe. Yeah. next up in our cast, we have Atlanta, who will introduce themselves. Uh, hello, uh, I am Atlanta. I use she, her pronouns. Uh, and today I uh, will be playing my wonderful little Pipistrel, uh, the Moon Messenger, our very intrepid, slightly ridiculous bat who is too nosy for her own good. Um, and I have I have missed her very greatly. <laughs> and last but not least, we have Fraser. Hey all, I'm Fraser. I use he him pronouns, and today I am playing Lutzen, the curious and chaotic as hell uh, little rat craft paw engineer boy. Um, yeah, he is also perfectly snack shaped for a big fish. So yeah, that's very true. That. Yeah, like we are, we're in the you know we left off last time with what? The thick of it. Like there's there's a, like mm, you see something big in the water, and then we took a break for three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are seeing a big shape going downriver, not knowing that his Oops. two pals are downriver attempting to fish. That is true. Oopsie Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Just scrolling to the very bottom of the chat of the ruin thing. Hello! Yes! Mm. I know what I'm doing. Can you tell uh, we're all out of practice? <laughs> yes. The the hiatus was partly because of winter sads, partly because of Christmas, partly because of travelling home, and also there was this little thing called a pandemic that happened again, uh, made things yeah. slightly difficult. Um, yeah. Today we are playing with Adventures on a Dime, a role-playing system designed to tell exciting stories with simple rules. All you've got to do is go to Roll20 where you can find the full character sheet that we are playing with. They are really neat. You can just click on a character and then you can, if the character sheet loads, see their like abilities and all the things they can do and you can click on dice and they'll roll. 
And then you can see the result, like Balthazar rolling a cunning and getting a hijinx, which means something goes terribly wrong, uh, which I feel is perfect for today's game. Uh-oh. Foreboding. Yeah, this was my prophetic dice roll. <laughs> the foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. I forgot about so, Balthazar. Does anyone feel mega comfortable reminding us what happened last time? Nope. You did roll the one for my hijinks, mm. which means I usually would have to recap. Um, I'm not 100% uh, convinced if I remember everything, but I do remember the broad strokes, I think, so I might mm -hmm. undertake this challenge. Take it away. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Fraser, our DM. <laughs> Sorry, I keep saying things like I'm thinking in my head, but I lied, it's not good. Uh, in any case, uh, Brian, shall I? I'll wait for your cue. Go ahead, dearest. Narrator. All right. Um, so, oof, to, to broadly contextualize our adventure, our characters have uh, decided to pursue a... Um, a, a squirrel that has taken an invention made by Lutzen. And we found out that this uh, squirrel has stolen this, uh, this uh, coal accelerate, accelerated rig, a car, if you will. It's actually an a iron beetle, was that what it was called? Yeah. It, it was a kind, it's like a, a mechanized kind of beetle uh, vehicle. Uh, the squirrel stole this at the behest of uh, a third party. Uh, so worried about um, how someone could have found out about Lutzen's uh, invention and what they might need it for, we decided to pursue um, a lead that we got about uh, this squirrel um, keeping a kind of journal of their business, so to speak, uh, at the shores of Loch Katrina. And if you look at the map, you can see a red trail that more or less is mapping out the path that we're taking. Um, the road took us uh, to and um, should take us through Aspen Grace. And when we made it there, uh, we came upon a very strange situation wherein a uh, finely, elegantly clad wolf has been observing Aspen Grace for the last few weeks. Um, and causing a lot of uh, consternation for its citizens and a lot of fright, um, and uh, made the traversal uh, through Aspen Grace um, quite precarious because we weren't sure if we can just pass by it or if it will chomp us up. Uh, we decided to speak with this wolf and found out that it is some manner of um, writer or archivist. Uh, it seems to be writing some form of saga, as it has described it, uh, about the creatures, uh, the, the small, or the, the beastly denizens of the Bristly Woods, denoting, or kind of observing that they, um, their society and the way that they function is very different than where they, than where they are from. Um, and um, the wolf seemed quite interested in, well, interested, it, it was pretty like prideful and arrogant because it is a big a behemoth, but it did entertain us and speak to us and it wanted to interview us uh, to see what we would have to say about the topic of sacrifice. Uh, as um, we kind of finished our conversation with this wolf, uh, we decided that it is really, as the kids would say nowadays, sus and 
Um, little Pip decided to fly after it uh, as it retreated from its post for the day to sleep somewhere for the night. Um, it seemed to have like a whole accoutrement for camping for a wolf. It was able to prepare its own meal uh, and uh, seemed to settle down for the night. And when Pip wanted to go check out its pack, it uh, turned out to not be uh, sleeping and was awake, um, presumably vigilant of any incursions, such as of a curious little Pippa shell bat. Um, <laughs> Uh, Pip fled the scene, narrowly avoiding danger. However, on her way, uh, on her mad dash through the air back to Aspen Grace, she was uh, uh, shot out of the sky um, with, uh, I forget what they're called, but she wasn't shot with like a bolt. She was kind of tied down with this like flying, I forget, they have a funny name. I forget what they're Bola. called. Bola. B-O-L-A. Bola. Yes. Yes. Ah. She, she was, she was clamped with, or uh, kind of entangled with a bola. It fell to the ground and uh, apprehended by a wildcat, uh, who we soon found out is a, um, how could I forget the name of this guild whom I love so much? Uh, a tanner. A tanner. There we go. Uh, Tanners being essentially the bounty hunters of uh, the world of the Bursley Woods, uh, a kind of uh, taboo uh, bit of a um, organizations as they hunt beasts and tan their hides for leather, uh, which uh, they create their armor with. Um, we found out that this wildcat, uh, Brian, could you remi re remind me the name of, of this? One. That would be asking a lot of me. Um, <laughs> the yeah, wild cat is in my notes. Let me look that up. Yeah, I, I just forget his name, and I don't want to keep calling him wild cat. Do, 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 going into my notes, which I have prepared somewhere. I'm almost certain his name began with F. Finch. Finn. 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 Line. Fine line to Finn. Fine line to Finn. Finn. Yes. Um, line finder, not fine liner. Line finder, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, Finn uh, uh, is a member of the Tanners and has uh, was quite suspicious of Pip and why she uh, why she's speaking with the wolf, or he had assumed that she goes to kind of liaison uh, with this wolf, um, speaking to it or informing it, uh, and. Uh, when Pip was Pip was insisting that she was simply curious about it and trying to um, find out why it's here and whether it's sinister or not, um, Finn decided to deputize uh, uh, deputize Pipistrel uh, and kind of enlisted her to help him uh, uh, destroy this wolf as um, he was given a bounty from Fangwatch. Uh, and given the permission to hunt and kill this wolf, if necessary, um, with the general uh, instructions to drive it out of the Bristly Woods. Uh, the next day, uh, or sorry, no, it was the same evening, I think, when we all uh, met and spoke with Finn. Um, Balthazar was quite indignant, uh, didn't like the notion of um, uh, killing this wolf because it's just minding its own business. Uh, it, he still, for the longest time, he thought it's a fellow knight because it has a cape. Um, so why would a fellow knight do anything sinister? Uh, Finn uh, concocted a plan of catching a fish um, and poisoning it. And for um, Little Pip, 
uh, or one of us or all of us to offer this fish to the wolf because we had kind of uh, built a little bit of rapport with it. Um, and uh, then uh, our groups divided a little bit as Finn went out into the wilderness to find the necessary herbs to create poison out of them. Uh, Lutzen and Pip decided to uh, try their hands or paws at fishing. And Balthazar uh, decided that he will go speak with the wolf and entertain its uh, proposal of an interview uh, about sacrifice um, to kind of distract it uh, while, you know, others are doing other things. Uh, but he also did earnestly want to have a conversation with this wolf. Um, and we kind of focused on Balthazar and his conversation as uh, he had a bit, a bit of a back and forth with this wolf, explaining uh, not only um, answering its question about his own experiences of sacrifice, which he, uh, for all his kind of silly bravery and, and happiness, he actually uh, has experienced um, a bit of sorrow and sacrifice in his life and was able to convey his experiences to the wolf, who seemed actually quite thoughtful about it and uh, seemed to respond to it. And Balthazar um, kind of turned the question on the wolf, asking what it has sacrificed. And it had mentioned that it had to, uh, it wasn't able to raise its own pups because of its standing in the guild, uh, that um, it had traveled so very far uh, to kind of undertake this saga where other from what I remember, other creatures, other wolves of this guild that it's part of, didn't see it as a particularly lofty ambition. Um, or, or, or sorry, maybe just didn't see it as a particularly important venture because what could beasts, what could these small beasts possibly have to offer? Um, and uh, in the conversation with this wolf, Balthazar implied uh, that it might be in danger, that it poses this threat it's it's mere presence. Mere presence poses a threat to not just Aspen Grace, but the Bristol Woods at far at, at large. And he um, tried to convince the wolf to seek refuge and further material for its saga amongst the Knights of Blueberry Pond, uh, as the um, log of Blueberry Pond, uh, as in a log being a toad fort. Um, uh, is just removed enough from everything that the wolf wouldn't be as obviously like right here in the Bristley Woods. And if it became a ward of Blueberry Pond, it would be well, an official member of the general Bristley Woods community. Uh, so um, he had kind of hinted at the wolf pursuing this avenue to integrate it itself into the society of the Bristley Woods. Uh, and the wolf did seem to um, respond to this. However, it was also going to take at least one more day to collect all its notes and all its thoughts. Uh, and as Balthazar uh, parted uh, ways with it for the day, uh, he was joined by Finn, who apparently had been listening in on this conversation that Balthazar had. Uh, and there was a little bit of um, uh, a little bit of Maybe not exactly butting heads, but um, Balthazar uh, pointed out that, you know, the wolf doesn't seem that bad at all. And also, 
uh, he kind of made a point of why can Finn not believe it and give it a chance if Finn himself is a predator, which really mm. struck a chord with Finn. He didn't, or struck a chord, uh, rather, um, it kind of, because uh, uh, struck a chord is like a positive thing. He kind of became rather bristled at this um, and said that it's because of that that it is important to him to get rid of a beast like this, that um, uh, he kind of understands this predicament that he is in. And he didn't quite appreciate Balthazar pointing it out. But um, they kind of came to an understanding, uh, Balthazar being a fairly open and accepting fellow, uh, <laughs> and pointing out that, well, if Finn can be good, then certainly this wolf can be good as well. Or, or not a danger, rather. Um, the, the goodness of the creatures was never brought into question, but rather uh, just their nature as predators. And as uh, Balthazar and Finn were kind of hashing out uh, these uh, different views um, and coming to to an understanding and perhaps a reconciliation of, okay, we will try to make this work, uh, have this wolf go to Blueberry Pond, but we'll still have to maybe let out some rumors of it being chased away or something so other predators don't feel emboldened to come here. Um, as we were walking down the bank of the river, um, a dark shape darted underwater and, and Finn kind of uh, moved uh, Balthazar a little out of the way to not be too close to the bank as uh, he pointed out that um, it would be very dangerous to be in the water right now because that was a pike. Mm. And it was further downstream that Lutzen and Pip have been taking some fishing tips from a, a bunch of otters uh, and uh, have uh, learned to... Um... Actually, I don't remember. Oh, was it just using nets? I actually don't quite remember whether it was lures or nets. So. Uh, yeah, but it was nets, but you had ultimately but, but they had put to lures in the down... water to try and attract fish. Yes, but they had to be the ones who dived down to get the fish because the otters like could show them the ropes, but just due to their standing as fishermen, if they fished up a fish that was theirs, and they have to, you know, all the paperwork yeah. has to match or whatever. <laughs> um, so they just showed Pip and um, Lutzen how to, uh, how to work the craft and lended them uh, the tools that were at their disposal. Uh, however, it is up to Lutzen and to Pip to dive down into these precarious waters and pluck out a fish uh, from them with danger now incoming uh, uh, from upstream. Mm -hmm. So you well, said that was going to be just broad strokes, but I feel like you hit every single yeah. narrative point we've yeah, had in the last couple of games. Because as, as I was talking about it, I just remembered everything. Um, I didn't back. remember any of it as I was as I started talking, but then it just kind <laughs> of started piecing together. Beautiful. I believe that you could have you could have like said, "Ah, oh, a pike was swimming," but actually it was just speared by uh, a dog, and then the dog ran away, and I would have believed it. <laughs> <laughs> my god. Oh. I did it. So that takes us to the... Because it's it's currently just before spring here in Scotland. Mm -hmm. But in the game, it is the end of a blisteringly hot summer. So this takes us to the sloppy, muddy banks of a small river outside Aspen Grace. And... Use a music change. Oh no. So, Lutzen, you are swimming in the waters of this yeah. unnamed river outside Aspen Grace. We'll call it Aspen River. Okay, Aspen River. Um, 
the issue is that last time there, you had tried to catch a fish and then uh, use your your backpack as a sort of uh, like harness bit saddle to ride the fish the out of the water and it had yeah. escaped. Um, what are you doing to try and capture a fish to lace with poison to kill this wolf? Good lord. Um, I am... Um, was I not being like fished out? I can't remember. No, I was all attached to the fish as it was like managing to fish, uh, fish away. Fish away. It had, it fish had escaped and you were now out of the water like, what do I do? A second attempt. Okay. Right. The, the brother otters, to, to clarify, can't help you because they owe the guild a quota of fish. Anything they yeah. fish up from the river, they have to give to the guild mm -hmm. uh, to then get divided and, and sent Just, off. We have to catch and, ourselves. So yeah, you have to catch it yourselves. But they're cheering yeah. you on, um, which they probably shouldn't be doing, but they're a little bit too thick to really uh, not. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're otters, but they're dumb, and that's okay. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Well, that seems quite a good plan. Um, hmm. I wonder if there's something else we can maybe maybe do, Pip. Yeah, I think sort of Pip would have been watching from the the banks. Like, you know, she's kind of privately thinking to herself, like, I don't want to get into this water because uh, the um, the water for the like the sort of fleshy membrane of her wings is really bad. Mm -hmm. Um. So, like, like she's. Like because I think something on a fish, like just knock it out. I don't know. Well, I mean, we'd have to be really accurate to like knock yeah. a fish out, like as it's like swimming up a stream. But she, like, um, because I think what we would, I think what we tried to do last time is we did we tried to use um like bits of uh like thin uh like new sapling tree to weave together to make a sort of net contraption. Yes. We'd but it had repaired it. Yeah, which kind of like we did fix it, but like we still kind of. But we still haven't been able to catch a fish because obviously we're not professionals and like mm -hmm. like fish are big and like we are quite small. Yeah, I remember using oil to like coat it to I think yeah. like try and stop them from eating because the issue was like they were eating through it, right? They were like eating holes yeah. through the net. Basically. I think that's what I think that was what was happening. Is that not what the otters were saying? That they you know they had like a a, a broken net that we fixed for oh, them. Oh yes. So uh, something had been eating through the nets and there were holes. You went and found bark to make rope to then fix the net. Yeah. And now you're trying to attract fish into the net. And you've been right. using some of your like I'm gonna say like it's acorn oil or something cool like that. To like yeah. out of your oil can that you would have used to lubricate your Oh, giant yeah, metal yeah. beast, except that now it is uh, no longer. Mm -hmm. uh... It is gone. <laughs> yes. Well, no, no, the, the beetle is gone, but the oil is not. So been, oh no, the oil is not of, gone. Yeah, you've been like lacing oil into like the net and then putting it into the river. So this is what it sort of looked like as a, a cut through. You've got like the slopes of the river going mm -hmm. down, um, and actually, like the the banks do go up a lot further as well because the Ooh, the river is quite low. I have had an idea. I've had an idea. Um, so, Pip, well, I mean, she can't exactly be like clap her hands together in Eureka because, as we have established, <laughs> nobody wants this. Um, but like, she sort of she tugs on uh, Ludson's uh, like on like the strap of his backpack. Oh my God, Ver, what do you know? <laughs> but like, uh, she sort of tries to get Ludson's attention and says, "I've had an, I've had a thought." Um, By all means. Um, fish are 
uh, are curious and you know they they jump out of the water to to eat insects like airborne creatures do what if i fly above the water just far enough that the fish can't catch me but i am intriguing enough that they might come up the river to the surface and we can catch them in the net yes that could work as a little a little kind of lure or something um so like she's like she's looking around now because like she wants to see if there's like maybe some like loose leaves or something that she could like hold in her feet just to make herself look more intriguing because like her, her general plan is to right. try and lure fish fish to like jump out of the water and maybe get stuck in the net if that mm -hmm, makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, I'm so, yeah. trying so hard not to cry right now at handpip. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the net is like in the water. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, so you like, can check it out. It could be hauled okay. out. This is just sort of on, like the setup, roughly. Right. Yeah, so like, so where Brian has drawn this this beautiful, beautiful net. Mm -hmm. Let me draw kind of what I'm thinking. I'm gonna just for the timing. I need to zoom in away from hand pip just so I can concentrate. <laughs> so like, so there are like, okay, it's too small, but like fish, kind of, but like they're beyond the net. Mm -hmm. So what Pip's plan is to be is to like, be like up here, <laughs> up above. Yep. Uh, oh, that's not how you draw a pip, but there you go. And like, it's good enough. We get so like the... she's like holding leaves yeah. in her feet, so she's like, ooh, look at okay. me. Okay, more more like fluttery things, to, like yeah, attract like like a kind of flut a, like a fl yeah, a fluttery thing to try and like attract the attention of the fish to like then swim into the net, so the otters or like uh -huh. you could like uh, like hmm. pull the net and get them stuck. Have you seen how like net fishing like is done? It's quite. Uh -huh. like, it's clever because they basically just wait for the fish to swim over the net, and then they go yank, and they just pull the net up out of the water. Right. Okay. And like, okay. and catch them all. So, like, that's kind of what Pip is. You know, that's what I'm trying to suggest. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> oh okay. my god. My only concern is: Are we strong enough? Are we like big enough to do that? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. You know what? Fine. I I concede. I concede. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, That's what, what, the plan. Looking through his pack, and has mint and carrots. And I don't know if any of them Ooh. are like food kind of lures that would possibly work. I mean, bits of carrot might work. Like if possibly. we can, yeah. Like it's, I think it's more just like how do we get this damn fish out of the water? Yeah. I mean, are there any like otters? Yeah, like Brian, are there any otters nearby who are like maybe watching us or not fishing right now? Um. Uh, not right now. The the two oh, otters okay. that would be in this stretch of the river um, are the two brothers, and they are watching, oh, and yeah. they're like, "Woo, go on, do it!" Oh, I think I think I made them more like stoner, like low. But I yeah. recently was watching yeah. lots of otter videos, and they're all yeah. like really, really they're very high peaks. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're so cute. But I like otters being stoner bros. Anyway, well, I I know I like I like the idea like, in the in the beast fables world. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. they they sound high pitched to humans, but to other beasts, they probably yeah. sound pretty pretty normal or stonerish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. this is the angle we're going for, and I'm into it, so I support it. I, yeah, I support this. Yeah, I think. Um, I think. Oh my god! Like that's the uh, that's that's the vibe I'm going for. I'm kind of I'm kind of too scared to look at roll twenty now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty terrifying. <laughs> I, I I I I'm I'm for I'm a sorry, loss. I'm not sure. No, but please don't stop. I'm just it, it's it's the flapping hand pip. That's it's just, really good. It's kind of killing me. Right? <laughs> For a second, I thought it was like one hand going around in like a like a like a circle. Yes, and it was oh, like God. like creating like a fucking energy blast or something. I don't know. Um, oh, hand. I I don't. I'm at loss for how we get the fish out because we just need to like attract it to the net. 
and get the net out, but the net's big and heavy. I think I think we're gonna need to ask the Otter brothers to help us. Um, yeah, can we like be... talk to them to convince them that like it's I don't know as long as we it's sort of, like we literally just need the fish out. Like, it's, like the semantics. Yeah, of it. we literally just need like one fish. So like any surplus fish that we get, we could then just offer to them. It's like here, you take them. Or you know, wink, wonk. Could, it's like could just steal a fish. You want to just steal a fish from the otters? It would be an easier option. We could try and lure more, more to, like, you know, compensate for it, but is that not just bit, take one. Is that not a bit mean? They've been awfully kind to us. Like, yeah, them... but we're so small. Like, well, let's... Surely we should ask them first before, like, just, just to see if they can just give us a few moments of their time to help us pull the net out. Okay, well, we'll do that, and worst comes to worst, we'll... we'll, we'll... We'll see. Okay, if, if, it's a swap. If, it's a swap. It's not stealing. It's just a swapping. If, you know? if my if my plan fails, I give you permission to steal. <laughs> but okay, I'm very small. <laughs> so, like Pip looks at Lutz and says, "We didn't think this through. Small. We're too small no, for fish." Exactly. Like she like, she looks at Lutz and like, "I'm very small," and she's like, "Come on." Yeah. <laughs> she's so little. Yeah. I guess at the very least, can we go like can we go talk to the to the otters and ask them for more help, Ryan? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think that's, you, what, that's what we'll do first. Yeah, you wander over uh, from the side of the bank to the otters, who uh, kind of turn to you and they're both looking quite dopey and warm um, in the, the summer sun, and say, "Oh, hello! What do you want? How's it going?" It's not going too great, to be honest. It's more difficult than we expected, and we kind of forgot how big fish are compared to us i think there are a mite tastier than you are too i guess it comes with the territory <laughs> yeah yeah you see do you think you'll be able to give us a hand with the fish i know you said you can't really fish it for us but we'd be able to do like a trade or something or you know if, if you give us a hand but it's our plan it kind of works right hmm so the, the, the younger brother sort of hunches over and um, kind of thinks about it and then kind of turns to the older brother who was fixing the net. Um, and the older brother says, uh, well, I guess if we were subcontracting, <laughs> that'd yes, be yes. fine. Exactly. That's, that's, that's perfect. Perfect wordage of it. It's all in the semantics of it. But... Uh, you know, we can always compensate you for your time. And, and well, it's not going to, like... I didn't have my jacket on. But it would have been perfect if he did. I could have, like, just kind of flashed the carrots that he's got, like... <laughs> <laughs> like a drug dealer. Yeah. Or, like, mint or some, something... Yeah, something One tasty. of the kind of foodie items are, like... Got, probably the mint, because it would be, like, a nice little, like, chewy snack. Kind of, well, like... It would be nice on a summer's day, actually, to be sitting, yeah. on, sitting on grass chewing mint. Yum, yum. They kind of, like, waft it in front of, like, in front of them, like a... <laughs> Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I want you to make a willpower roll for me because you're trying to be convincing. Yes, 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 I am very. I am charismatic. So that fuck. <laughs> oh God! Uh, oh damn! I only have a. I only have an auto self. This is not good. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, well, what's okay. my my question? Yours uh, is also other. You are virtuous right now, which is the vice and virtue system that we use. Mm -hmm. um, so, 
hijinks, something goes terribly wrong. The narrative describes how things go awry and hijinks may follow. Um, uh -oh. I think the otters say, mm, yeah, sure, okay. Yeah, that oh. works. Okay, we'll go with it. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't feel like a hijinks yet. <laughs> Fraser is very uncomfortable with this, knowing that a hijinks is about to ensue. However, mm. perfect, perfect. That's that's fantastic. So, so what I'll do is I'll try and lure one in, and if you guys can just give us a hand, lifting it up and out with the net, that, that's perfect. So the younger brother dives into the water and swims across the way to the other side of the bank, and they both are now ready to haul on the net when you give the command. Okay. Okay. So well, some I will think... give Pip some of the mint leaves to kind of like maybe scatter into the water as like a tasty treat to kind of lure them closer to the top. And then are you going to yeah. do your like fluffy, fluttery? Yeah. She's going to go and like she's going to take the mint leaves, uh, or... kind of, and yeah, like sort of them. yeah, slightly sort of crunch them up in her little her little back feet, and then drop them in the water over the net and just sort of like. She's just gonna she's just gonna hover like over the net and sort of watch for fish and try and attract them into it, I guess, as well. Hold up. Can fish so, smell? Yeah, fish can smell. It's, yeah. just, it's just different. It's it's a different yeah. kind of smelling. Because yeah. obviously they're, they're in water, but yeah. Let's stick their head out of the water and go. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um so Pipistrel, please describe to me what it's like to be hovering and flying over the water. Uh, well, it's a it's a warm summer's day. Uh, it's not as far as I am aware. It's not very windy. Um, so, you know, yet it yeah. So like she's she's like hovering over the water. Like it's 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 warm. You know, she's a fuzzy little bat. Like she's still wearing her flight suit, obviously, just to keep her kind of like you know sort of streamlined or whatever. But like, it's warm. Hovering in one place is difficult. It's manageable, but it's hard. It's hard work. So, like, she's just kind of hoping that fish appears soon. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to make a, uh, a vigor roll for me. A vigor roll. Disadvantage, unless oh. you can tag something, because Let's you're flying, see. but this is the first time, because you're still recovering. I'm still recovering. Yeah, that's true. Um, can I. Oh, let me see. I don't think. Being shrewd is going to be helpful here. Okay, uh, can I, um, can I tag my, uh, my staying alert because it is like it's hot, but you know, difficult flying is part of being a, a like a moon messenger. You know, she's she is like she there is an active task at hand or mm -hmm. poor like she's looking in the water. She's keeping her eyes peeled to see like for looking for shapes and shadows in the water. Um, you know, because this is a river stream, so it'll be relatively clear. Like, she'll be able to see, at the very least, like, a shadow of what's coming, even if she can't tell mm -hmm. what kind of fish it is. So, like, she's she's just, she's using kind of her, you know, just her, her sort of, her alertness, her batness to kind of keep on the task at hand, even if it is difficult. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you make a straight roll, then, because <gasps> you've successfully tagged that. Thank you, because my vigor is only a d6. <laughs> Oh my so God. Four, you do as well as you can. So you are fluttering over the the top of the of the stream here, um, trying to look as simultaneously as enticing while also as interesting as possible, scattering these leaves. And um, you do notice a little minnow uh, shimmer near the water, mm -hmm. swimming against the, the gentle current of it. 
nip at one of the leaves and then dart away. It doesn't seem too interested in leaves. Mm. And it's not it's not interested in me flying above the water either. I'm just imagining, like, you know no. in Bugs Life, when like mm. the caterpillar's like, Look at me, I'm a beautiful butterfly. Oh god, <laughs> like that whole like, <laughs> yes. like look at me, look at me. <laughs> That, yeah, basically. So, yeah, the, the, the minnow, I mean, the minnow is small. You could yeah, pick yeah. the minnow up in a claw. So yeah, it's definitely. a tiny little fish, uh, too small to fit into the net. Um, yeah. But it nips at one of the leaves and then darts away. But otherwise, it doesn't seem too enticing. Yeah. It's, I mean, are there, like, are there any other shadows at all, like, nearby that Pip could Can see? Let some be, like, on lookout to, like, you know, try and direct, like, from the guy, from the sidelines. Okay. Um, yeah. To kind of like help so, like like um, coordinate where is a better place to kind of hover around or to kind of try and lure one closer. Mm. So I, I think Lutz and I want you to make a cunning roll because you're trying to spot okay. and be uh, intellectual mm, in okay. solving this problem. Yeah, that's a good idea. Sure. Um, I'm thinking of any tagging things new. Not that I can see, so I'm just going to do roll. That's a success. <gasps> Hurrah. It's a so five. You, you do spot a little fish, uh, more sizable, um, slowly wibbling up the, the stream. It's maybe, you know, a few wingspans away from Pip. Um, but it seems completely uninterested um, in what's going on. It seems to just be sort of like swimming along and then it darts down into the water, which is a little murky, um, mm. to fish at something at the bottom and then kind of swim back up again and then maybe swim to the sides to maybe look for... The, like a little bug or something. Hmm. I don't think it's working, Pep. She kind of looks over to Ludson and she sort of, she doesn't say anything, but she kind of, like, she nods and she starts flying back towards uh, the shore, the bank. Is there, do you think there's something else that we can use as, like, a lure or something from, like, some moss or algae or something they, like, prefer to nibble on? I'm not sure if Mint's maybe cutting it out for the fish. Uh... Sort of Pip thinks a little bit. She looks around at maybe what is around us at the moment, um, and she sort of and she sort of she sort of shrugs and says, I, "Honestly, I, I don't I don't know what, uh, you know. I, I'm not an expert fisher fisher beast, so I don't I don't know what these fish would want. I mean, it's maybe those carrots that are in your bag, but you know, she sort of she's like she doesn't want to give up the carrots because they look like nice carrots. And she wants but to like a eat. carrot is worth. Yeah, I suppose a carrot. Like she kind of well, so." We'll do that. We'll we'll swap it out. We'll do. We'll try a carrot and we'll see. Yeah. So like, you know. so like I so imagine that like. Let's just take the carrot you, out of my bag. Uh, yeah. Do Pepperstrel have candied aphids in your bag? I do have candied aphids. I'd forgotten oh, about shit. that. Okay. So like, okay, this is okay. Then this is just perfect. Like, Pip is just being a little bit selfish. She she knows she has candied aphids in her bag, and she's mm -hmm. like, I don't I don't want to give them up because they're so tasty. So she's like, yeah, let's try the carrot first. See how we do with that. <laughs> Shady. I know. She's a naughty bat. She's That's naughty fine. We're going to pick up one of the smaller ones that would be carryable for Pip. Yeah. I imagine it's still kind of got the stock end on it as well. Yeah. Because like, I, th really I, I think what she's going to do is she'll like, she'll shred, she'll probably shred bits of carrot like on the bank first mm -hmm. and then like carry little, like little feetfuls of <laughs> carrot like over the net and then like drop it and then come back and like just just a couple, like, one or two just quick trips just to drop the carrot, and then she'll stand there, or stand there, mm -hmm. then she'll be hovering over the river again, like, watching the bits of carrot over the net and seeing if anything happens. Okay, so, um, you... I want you to make a cunning roll for me, because you're using tools. Okay. Uh, oops. 
There's my character sheet. Cutting roll. And you're also taking regular breaks as well, because you can fly over, drop it, look, and then yeah. fly back, and then rest a bit. Yeah, that's what she's doing. So I oh, because this is just a straight roll then. Hooray. Um, I don't think I can tag anything for this. Mm, no, this isn't really nothing really appropriate. <gasps> yeah, sir. You do better than expected, and I have to describe how things go in your favor. So, you are flying out and dropping a little bit of, of carrot, and uh, that slightly larger fish does come over and nibble at it a little bit. Um, and this is where the hijinks comes in from before. Oh, no. Crap. This is where things start to take a very drastic turn. The unfortunate... You are looking and you oh, are no. so excited, Lutzen, by the fact this fish has come over uh -huh. that you miss the slight ripple of water much further down the stream as it approaches. Oh, no! <laughs> uh-huh. And the... There is a shimmer and a ripple, and then it subsides in the water. The otters are also not looking at this. They're also excited as a fish. Mm -hmm. uh, this is their over-eagerness. They see the small fish nibbling underneath the net, and they immediately start to haul and flip the net up to try and get the fish out of the water. Oh, At this God. time, there is a darting motion. Suddenly, underneath your feet, you see... Another fish, Pip. A massive mm -hmm. fish. The oh, largest fish. fish you've ever seen. Oh, no. Larger than Lutzen. Larger than the otters. Oh, Sn God. Like, slice through the water, and in a single bite, <laughs> just take the fish. It is now underneath the net as it slowly swishes up through the water. It hits the underbelly of this pike. This massive, violent, sharp-toothed fish, and flips it up, and hits you squarely in the body, Pip. Oh, oh no. god! <laughs> the otters, Lutzen, you're looking on, and you see the otters. Their expressions go from joy and excitement to just fear, utter fear. There's this sort of like. Kind of like slow motion. <laughs> slow motion. The pike is slowly flipping in the air, but there's not enough lift and drag in the, the net to fully lift it out. It smacks you, Pip, which wins you and slowly starts to knock you into the water. The net flips over. The otters, out of sheer fear, let go of both ends and immediately start to run away from the riverbank. Oh, no. And Pip, you are now trapped underneath this net, which is falling on top of you with the pike furious, angry, and hungry in the water. Oh my god, it's going to eat me! Okay, um, what do you do? Time resumes its regular pace, so to speak. You are now... Okay, let's in... You feel the, the net falling on top of you. You are fully submerged in the water. The pike is thrashing. There is water going everywhere. The otters are letting out little squeaky like, Ah, fuck, no, no, shit, crap, fuck, no, ah! And they are just into the grass. They're gone. Okay, Lutzen is going to take the, the bunch of carrots. He's going to, I assume they're kind of bundled together, throw them into the, no, in one hand, ready to scatter them and throw them into the water as like a like bait of some sort away from Pip and where the fish is. 
Did you say that the, the, the pike is like free of the net? No. So both of them are it's... underneath the net. So I'm going to do a okay. scribble underneath the map. But like, if this is the net, is this the dome? Uh, oh then my... we have got Pipstrel. I'm just going down on roll 20 and my god. Yeah, there is some interesting artwork of hand hit here as well. It's amazing. <laughs> um, Cursed but amazing. Okay. I have done a very, very bad depiction of the fish. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. God. They're both underneath the net. But the net is not just smooth and coming down. It will tangle around them as they thrash. Right, okay. So, okay. Well, since still going to have the carrots in one hand, he's going to take his backpack and try and use it to jump into the water. But can he try and keep the backpack upright so that it takes like an air bubble down with him? Mm -hmm. Oh, smart. Um, well, as he's kind of ready to jump, we'll scatter the carrots over kind of to the side of like where the pike is as a kind of distraction or like bait kind of over, I don't know, over this way. Mm -hmm. Unless it's going to try and get down to Pip to try and like help move. So sort of like Pirates of the Caribbean, you've got your backpack as sort of like the boat. Yes. So to speak, yes. With the air trapped yes. with you. Okay. Smart. Smart. A lot of air. It's not, but it's better than nothing. It's just you air. So you throw the carrots and you jump under the water. I want you to make a cunning roll at disadvantage for me because you're doing a lot of things all at once. Okay. Can I tag my Atlantis solutions? Yes. Okay. Straight roll. Oh, that's fine. Uh, complication is expected, complication. obviously. I barely managed to pull it off, but not without consequence. Now it describes how the situation becomes more complicated. Um, which happens first? Or not what happens first? Which succeeds? The carrot bait going onto the water, or you getting underwater with the air bubble. The carrot bait. So you jump into the water with your half shell, half conker shell from your backpack, mm -hmm. and because you're throwing with one hand the yeah. carrots, they land on top of the water near the net, and then the conker shell rips out of your other hand off into the water. You've lost it. No! That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> You also no longer have access to your tools because they're in your backpack on the riverbank. Uh huh. So you've lost the conker shell outer casing, and yes. you also yeah, yeah, yeah. Back, just you know so you don't you can't use your tools okay. right now. That's fine. Um, the you're now underwater. You've kind of dived down feet first, and you're now on the yeah. bottom of this riverbank. Yeah. Uh, we turn seconds of this time passing to Pipistrel. The net is closing around you, and there is this massive thrashing muscular force. Jagged teeth flashing in the water. Oh my god. You just hear I feel it would be the equivalent of dinosaur roars. Just as Yeah, but but with that but with that sort of but with that terrifying sort of mm. muffled claustrophobic sound of being underwater. So like it's this like horrible booming sound in her in her quite sensitive ears, so she's mm. like she'll be scared out of her mind and very disoriented because she's she doesn't swim. She's a bat. Bats do not swim, they don't like water. <laughs> So what do you do? Uh, the the only thing that she can think of, which is look for where light is coming from and try and move towards it, uh, away from the net, away from the pike, a pike as best she can. Mm -hmm. So describe what how Pipistrel does this. Uh, so again, using her sort of bat, using her hearing, using her bat ears, she's going to, uh. You know, she is going to move away from the pike to the best of her ability, and you know, again because Bat's eyesight is actually pretty good, she's just she's just going to look for light. She's not even going to look for like which way is up, which way is down. She's just going to look for where is light coming from. Light means surface. I'm going up 
to I will go to light, um, and I'm away as as much as I can away from the pike and away from the net. She's just good. At, she's gone right into just sort of like basic animal survival mode, you know, just okay, relying so on I instincts. Feel like- you're trying to use your cunning, but yeah. you're underwater, your ears are plugged, you open your eyes, there's silt in the water, your eyes stink. <laughs> I'm going to make a willpower roll for me at disadvantage. No, it's only a d6 because I haven't had a can, can you tag anything? Can you tag anything? Uh, can I tag like, are my... Are you dexterous? Are you, are you like, can nimble? I... Are you... Can I tag my... Oh, God. Do you have, like, directional, like, Actually, okay, location? I, I don't know if this will work, but can I tag my unassuming presence? Because the pike is obviously seemingly oh, quite kind of involved with the fact that there's a net that's fallen on it it's thrashing about and probably getting itself like tangled in the net and moving the net about so it's probably kind of a bit dazed and a bit confused by that so like can i use that as an excuse to kind of just you know with my stupid bat wings just try and swim to the surface before it realizes that there's something else in the water with it Mm. (laughs) i i'll let you do that yeah because i didn't know that it was there just like uh like I I would not make that assumption about the pike. I think the pike oh, did know oh. that Pippa Straw was there. Yeah, I, two snacks, one jaw. Yeah, yeah like I I'm, I'm I'm going on the fact that it's struggling with a net right now, and it's a bit mm. preoccupied with that. <gasps> Thank God. So critical success. You do better than expected. I'm gonna say that you, with your unassuming presence, some part of your animal brain locks up. And you start to play dead, almost. You don't Ooh. actually struggle. You don't thrash. But this is the right thing to do. Ooh. You sink like a stone to the bottom of the river, underneath the entangling net, away from ah. it. And now you're at the bottom of the river, silt slowly swirling around you, as you are able to wiggle and swim away from it. So you've fallen faster than the net has sunk and thrashed and wrapped around this pike. Mm-hmm. The pike is still thrashing and um it is there is a lot of danger going on what do you guys do now you're now at the bottom of this river your breath is held um and there is no air what do you do okay i'm just gonna grab pip and like try and like kind of uh, rats are pretty good at swimming aren't they rats Mm -hmm. are actually surprisingly good at swimming so he's gonna kind of do like the little kind of like wiggly like and like wiggle up with pip like under one arm oh just like trying to escape um, I, I would just like to say, actually, I said you don't have access to your tools, but doesn't Lutzen have goggles? He oh does have God, goggles. Yeah. Well, he, he had them on from previously when he was in the water. Remember? Yeah, so you've so, got like, already fixing, on. metal pouch of coal, copper music bottle, yeah, uh, and goggles. So in, you have your goggles. They are a yes. tool you can use, and you have That's them on. Fine. Yes, I just so wanted to be that. It's the perfect time to use it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I guess like I'll do that to try and find, reach, and like grab Pip. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Sort of like a little eel, you use your tail to sort of like yes. propel you and direct, and you scrabble oh, through the water oh, towards Pippastrol. I want you to make a vigor roll for me because you're it's still a, a large, silty river. Okay. Um, even does if it's more tools, shallow because of the heat. Does using tools give advantage or anything, or is that just. Um, I Well, it depends on the situation if it's an or my if it solves tail. the problem, but your, your problem is swimming through the river, not seeing Pippastrol, if that makes sense. Like, your goggles allow you to see Pipistrel. Your okay, problem okay. is, can I swim through this river before right, the pike okay. gets her? Right, okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I could tag my eye for detail to, like, even locate her better, but I guess, yeah, whatever. I'll... Well, you can already see her because of the goggles. Yeah. 
Whoa. So, okay. a complication you barely managed to pull off not without consequence. Narrator mm-hmm. describes how the situation becomes more complicated. I feel like you, in the process of swimming towards Pipistrel, get more of a boost through the water than you anticipated. The side of the uh, pike, like its head, actually slams into you as it's straining and swimming around. You take a vigor damage, but you are sent sprawling, tumbling through the water towards Pipistrel. Okay, okay, that's good. Um, Pipistrel. What are you trying to do? Uh, Lutzen is now by your side, seemingly out of nowhere. Um, and this pike has the the net wrapped around its body, but mm-hmm. because it's so powerful and big and thrashing, its mouth is free and it's able to snap and bite, and it is snapping and biting in the water in the space around and above you. Oh, I, uh, oh my god! I think the I mean I think the only thing that she she can do is like. I imagine what Bloodson's done is because he's the strongest swimmer. I imagine that he's probably like got one of his arms kind of around Pip, so like, and is swimming yeah. to the surface away from the pike. So like, that's basically what Pip is also going to try and do. She's just going to use like, she's going to kick her little feet. She's going to use the Aww. one free bat wing that she has to like help Bloodson just to get through the water. Just pr- use again whatever she has to like just get away from the pike and out of the water. That's the only thing that she can think of right now. Okay, so you make a. Um... Either vigor or willpower, depending on how you describe. I mean, you can choose vigor or willpower uh, to uh, roll, and you have disadvantage because you're a bat underwater. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, I mean, to be honest, they're both d6s, so it doesn't really matter. I'm gonna say. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say willpower just because she's like, I need this to work, so we don't. You're die. trying to control the panic that is rising in you. Yeah, that's basically what she's trying to do. She's trying because, like, she's in. This is just not. An environment that she wants to be in. No! Why did I have to roll a hiding? I had a success! Something goes terribly wrong. No! Um, If you kill Pip, I swear to God. (laughs) Who is closer to the pike? I imagine probably Pip. Probably probably Lodson. He would have, like, he would have shielded you. He would have, like, put you under the arm to, like, turn. And in turning would have, like, you know, you spun around to be away from the trouble because you're not the stronger swimmer. Oh, no. You, there is a current in the water that swishes around and you are separated. (gasps) Pipistrel, you look back and see the terrifying sight of four of, of, of fanged moors opening and then snapping shut around Lutzen. Lutzen, the fish has snapped down on you. You take uh, a vigor damage from the force of its hinged jaws snapping down around you and you were a little nicked by the teeth but you were now inside the fish oh okay. god like fully inside it fully inside not swallowed but you were yep. sort of in its jaw gullet um, okay. it is entirely dark and uh, yeah I'm, I'm just going to use my little claws I'm just going to scratch like there's no tomorrow. I'm just gonna go claws out and just try and like tear the inside of its like gullet, mouth, throat, cheeks, like whatever, just oh, tearing so about and just try and like mm-hmm. cause it to open its mouth so I can like swim back out. Or yeah, I'm just I'm wrecking havoc in here in like a in like a yeah. freaked out panic. Um, I want you to make a vigor roll at disadvantage for me to see how successful you are at doing this. Pipistrel, the force of like the the snap and the moving in the water. You are now at the surface. You take a deep breath of air. Um, would and 
waves of anxiety and panic wash over you. Lutzen has just been eaten by a fish. Would I yeah. know? Would I be able to tag? This is so stupid. My scavenging um, as like a kind of knowing a good way to where it would be good to target. Break off a tooth. For my apprentice engineer, <laughs> you know, being able to find interesting materials and interesting ways of finding things. This is really bad. Tr- keep keep going with that analogy. We're going to go with Pipistrel first, but keep okay. thinking of okay. a way that you could tag that. That right now you don't know about fish, and you're not a. Yeah. That's not seemed to be in your repertoire, but that feels like an interesting threat. So think of a way okay, that you could okay. use that to escape from a fish's mouth. Um, Pipistrel, yeah. what do you do right now? Uh, um, the the fish is still thrashing around in the water, uh, trying to get out of this net. Uh, I think Pip is going to do the only thing that makes sense to her. She's going to she's going to get back. To, she's going to try and get back to land, and she's just going to start like because she, she's going to be too damp to to fly. You know, because her wings are wet, but like she's mm. she's just gonna start yelling, just at the top of her little squeaky bat voice as loud as she can. Like oh. you know, help, come and help me, please. My friend is being eaten by a pike. She's just gonna she's just gonna yell and see if if one of the otters comes back or maybe Balthazar might hear her from such okay. a distance. I don't I know. I want you to make a willpower roll for me, um, uh, and you can uh. tag something if you want to to see if you can try and call for help. Well, you can call uh, for help, but if anyone is convinced enough, and if they hear you. Yeah, I think... I, I, can I tag my orientate? Uh, because, you know, she she probably... She wouldn't have seen, like, exactly which way the otters ran, but she might be able to spot, like, the tracks, like, the, where they bent mm-hmm. the grass to run away. Because, mm-hmm. obviously, they ran away in such a panic, so, like, can I use yeah. my orientate to, like... I'd, I'd, let, you, I'd let you do that. Um, yeah, yeah, you just, can roll yeah. advantage. Yeah, yell with a yell in a direction. Is that a willpower roll? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Please. Oh, come on, game. You barely managed to pull it off, but not without consequence. I feel like you have this sinking feeling in your stomach. You yell and yell and yell, but no one's coming. No, <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> Lutzen. <laughs> okay. What are you? What are you doing? So. Okay, so I was hacking scavenging, but it's kind of comboed with that in structural engineering from his apprentice engineering job. In scavenging and being able to find materials, unconventional materials, and able to find things, but in combination with knowing where the weak points of like a structure would be, i.e. the jaws, the like where like a tender spot of something would be to strike. Um That's that's what I got. I mean, sort of structural. Uh, I mean, like working as an animal, you maybe not have seen fish jaws before, but you know what a jaw is. Mm-hmm. I, I had so like there was like a, was like a brain say, link that went with scavenging, but it's like completely gone in the in the panic of this. <laughs> I'm gonna say that you. I'm gonna let you make a cunning roll with disadvantage instead of a okay. bigger roll. That's better. That's better. Because, and I'll explain once you've rolled. Oh shit! Okay. Oh, okay. A critical oh, success. Come on. Oh, come on! Yes! yes! <laughs> I cannot believe that! I've been blessed this is by incredible. the whole 20 gods. Oh, oh my god! You god. have, with disadvantage, rolled two critical successes. So I'm going to explain that, the brainwave that comes through your head. You realize that the gills on the fish are one of the weakest spots, and they are the lungs. They are also behind the jaw. You have the ingenious idea of letting yourself slip down the gullet a little bit, 
holding your panic at bay so you can start to scrabble and scratch at the muscle and mucus interior of the gullet, hoping that you can get to the gills. Um, You scratch as much as you can. That's nasty. um, And there is no immediate effect, but you are scratching and scrabbling and holding yourself inside of this fish's gullet. Mm -hmm. Um, Pipistro, what do you do? You see the water is still thrashing. It feels like hours have passed. You are terrified. Oh God! I don't! I don't! I don't know what I can do. Hang on, let, I just I'm, I need to. In check fact, I feel like there's a sense of hopelessness in the air. You take a willpower damage because oh, no. no one has come to your screams. Uh, a pike has eaten your friend. You're very distressed right now. Oh God! Okay, the I, she's gonna do the only thing that she thinks that she can think of now. She's gonna get her like little tin of candied aphids, uh, <laughs> which you know. They're candied, so they probably smell quite potent. They probably smell quite good. She's just going to throw the whole tin into the water uh, at the other side of the net, uh, the mm-hmm. other side that Ludson is not on, to see if the pike is maybe intrigued by the smell. It like, kind of comes closer okay. to the surface. <laughs> okay. Um, I want you to make a cunning roll with advantage. <gasps> Yay, thank you. Because you're using a tool, and you are... Yes! Uh, so that was a nine and three, so a success. You do as oh as you my can. god! <laughs> this is the chain of events. Um, you worriedly, nervously, your whole body shaking, open the tin of candied aphids, and then with like a long arcing throw, as opposed to throwing the can, uh, make a, like a, a tossing motion with it, but hold on to the can so the, the aphids spread out over the river. Mm. I want you to remove your candied aphids as a tool, as, okay, a, as your packed lunch. They're gone. No more um, candy aphids. No more candy aphids. Um, and I think, on top of it, like you throw the can as well for good measure. Yeah, she uh, just throws all of it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Lutzen, you scratch enough at the fish's gullet that suddenly mm-hmm. there's this sort of like... <sighs> light, dim, and glorious opens from the fish's mouth. It can't necessarily vomit. Fish don't have a gag reflex. Yeah. I'm just going to scramble out. There is an opening where it it suddenly starts to open and there's a weird flow of water. It seems like it's trying to swallow you down. Oh, no. By by forcing more water into its mouth. Question. Um, What do you do? Would there be... Like, would I have been able to take a breath in the gullet? Or would it have had water? No. That's not how it works. Okay. Um, It's like a filter and it filters oxygen out of the the water. You're still holding your breath. That's Um, fine. So I imagine Lutzen just now is kind of like, you know when they are like in elevator shafts and stuff, just like spread like all fours up against the wall. Mm-hmm. He's going to like mm-hmm. scrabble up, like all four paws just <laughs> skitter up the way and just out. Yeah. Holding onto the teeth, okay. using it to like push and pull, you know, grabbing onto like the jaw, uh, just whatever there is at hand to, mm-hmm. to or at paw this... to push out. Ultimately, this comes down to, you. do you do this carefully or do you do this as fast as possible? <sighs> It's gonna have to be as fast as possible to like. Would I be able to? Would you have enough kind of insight to tell if it's doing like a quick gulp or like a like if it's just like opening its jaw like an ah? I I think to judge you would have to wait. And, Even with and an eye for detail. There's so much going on right now. That's fair. That's very fair. Like to to be able to judge what's going on, you need to observe its behavior, and to observe its behavior, you need to not do anything right now. Okay. And you're probably running out of air, so I imagine yeah, it's been Yeah, it would just be a scramble. It would be a scramble. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say that you... Oh, 
This is interesting. You scrabble as fast as you can out. Your The side of your body catches against a row of the jagged teeth. Ow! Oh no! And rat blood starts to spill out into the water. You take ah! the bigger damage. I, because you're I'm a already D4, I need you. I need you to roll the D4 for me. What? What? Oh, mm, oh okay. no! Gonna decide damage. So that's a, a complication. Um, what and I mean? haven't actually used these rules in such a long time. I don't know. Even though I wrote I, them, I, haven't I even... need to go read what happens next. What does oh, this mean? No. What does this mean? <laughs> what does this mean? Does it put like the base down or something? Well, you're at a D4. You can't go any smaller. So this determines if you get a wound, if you are wounded and oh, can no yeah. longer act. Oh, God. Fudge. So... Getting hurt and resting, getting injury. If you get a complication or a critical success, you shrug off the damage and keep adventuring. You've got a complication. You scramble out. Blood pour is starting to like ooze from your side and swirl into the water, but you are out of the fish's mouth. You feel the burning pressure to breathe and to draw in. Mm-hmm. Hold it at bay. You are outside of the of the fish's mouth. What do you do? I just like again, little rat propeller tail, and just and just like through oh. a gap in the in the the net or whatever, and just try and get up, up, up. Just follow the light. Okay. Um, I want you to make a vigor roll for me. Oh bugger! You have advantage um, because uh-huh. of Atlanta's aphids. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say we're going to put the able to take a like a an eye for detail landscape of where we are, but this is fine. That's a two. It's a complication. No! Yes. So this is what happens. You swim upwards. The fish, its head just follows you, and goes to snap. Um, it snaps at an aphid to the side of you, but in the process of its reeling and thrashing, it smacks you and bats you onto the river. No. You take a bigger damage, so I need you to roll the d4 again. No! Bloodson! Oh, okay, okay, success! I'm fine, I'm good, I'm good. So, God. you are batted by the fish, but the you actually skip like a stone across the water, which softens <laughs> the impact as you roll into the mud of the riverbank. There is a a bleeding wound in your side, but you're out of the water, and the aph- uh, the, the, aphid, the, the the pike is now trying to snap at the candied aphids in the water, which are rapidly floating away in the thrashing and the, the floating. Um, the pike is entirely wrapped up in this net. Oh, God. Okay. Do we... Uh, the oars aren't anywhere, and we're too little to, like, haul it out, aren't we? I, I mean, if you're, like... Let them, let them all yell. Just, oh, I don't think he would have seen what's going on. He's just going to yell, just like, No, 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 pull it up, no! Oh, no! <laughs> like, I guess, like, hearing the yell, like, Pippa's just going to, like, kind of... I'd say run. I don't even know if she, if she can run right now. Like, she'll be so heavy with water. Um, you could scramble on all fours. It yeah, would be she... graceful, but you could move. Do yeah, you say I'm out of the water now? Or I'm, like, just yeah, the out of the water on the riverbank. Okay. Thank God. Like... I think Pip is just gonna like. Sh- I, I mean, I imagine she's probably like seeing Ludson like on the riverbank, like seeing him bleeding, um, and like in a little like hoarse voice because she obviously she's been yelling and like crying a little bit because she's so scared and like no Ludson, no Balthazar, like she's just you know sort of scrambling over on like all fours, like um, 
that's an oh my goodness she, she sort of like looks at the wounds like oh what happened are, are you um, all right what do you I'll need how can i help just, you like the pike just get it now we just can't get, get the pike the otters ran they they left us here oh those bastards <laughs> we need to come up with some beasts <laughs> um pip is like the heathens yeah like oh, heathens 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 is funny like uh yeah. pip is just like gibbering now she's like she's nervous and she's damp and her fur is all wet and her you know she can't fly she can't go and do anything she's just like gibbering basically she's not really making much sense and the fish isn't worth it no this was not worth it this is not worth it at all, at all. um he's like very short of breath i think he's just like <laughs> yeah i don't think i have anything that actually did oh actually can i can i use my poultice on the wound that ludson has because i still have a poultice on me okay um the 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 wound poultice you had from uh bramble dam all, all the those way from, weeks all, ago. All those weeks ago, because I haven't actually needed to use the poultice. I've used up all of my bandages. Well, I, I would say you've you've needed to use the poultice, but you haven't. <laughs> I have, I have, but I've just been like, I'm going to save it for a special occasion, and I'm very mm -hmm. happy that I did. You have a flashback um, to uh, the little cabin that you stayed in in Mushroot when you mm. should have used the poultice and didn't, and think, there's no better time than now. Yeah. Um, and as Lutzen is trying to regain his breath, you start to slather on this uh, sticky, thick poultice out of a clay jar from uh, your your bag. And thankfully, the it actually had a wax seal so that no water has seeped in and ruined it. Um, because you obviously you fell into the river, and so everything you have is soaking wet right now. Um mm. And you slather this this thick waxy poultice on, and let's say you take a sharp breath in as it actually stings and tickles all along the side of your your, your body, and you feel this wince of, of pain. You actually freeze up and have to like <gasps> as oh, um, no. uh, Drell's like clawed fingers scratch over a rib. Oh! And uh, but this poultice is now smeared over the side of you. Um, we'll see what happens after later on because poultices aren't immediate. No. Oh no. <laughs> the. What do you do now? What can we do? Nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, is it, so the otters have all run away. So they, I imagine they've left behind stuff like fishing supplies, little bags of things. I imagine. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want. If, I want um, Pepistrel and Lutzen, I want you to make one of you to make a cunning roll for me. Oh. Just in general? Roll, just a straight roll. Okay. Because um, this is going to determine something for me. Okay, I can make a cunning roll. Fuck. Oh no. So Lutzen did that. I had a high you cunning. Other side of, <laughs> I had a high cunning. You are, you are <laughs> so on the other side of the river to all of their fishing supplies. You're oh. on the opposite side of the river. Ah. When you walked along to the one that is. Uh, uh, on the way to Aspen Grace, if that makes sense. We got booted out on the other side. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. In that case, then, if there's... If, so, Pip will be... She probably can see the, the supplies of the otters on the other side, and she's sort of silently cursing that they're bad luck. Is there anything around that I could use to maybe wrap up the wound? Like, are there some, like... Like, like anything. Dried leaves, bits of tall grass, Ooh. anything that I could use. Just to put um, something over the poultice to help it stop Make a bleeding. cunning roll at disadvantage. This isn't necessarily a skill that you have. No, it's not. And I don't think there's anything... No, there is nothing I can tag that is helpful for this. 
Thank you, roll So you you grab some um some broad leafed uh reeds and you sort of like grab them and bend them down and start to like cut off with your claws and tear off more like some of the, the, the reeds and you fold them over and then hold them onto the, the wound on top of the poultice. You just apply pressure. Um, and you are also drag Lutzen a little bit away from the side of the riverbank out mm-hmm. of uh, caution. Yes. Um, the, the pike is continuing to thrash in the water. It is caught in this net and it is too, it is completely unintelligent as a fish. It, doesn't know how to escape from it. Yeah, it's just... It's the aphids just are now completely gone, and it is just uh, swimming, well, trying to swim uh, somewhere away, uh, yeah. but you... But it doesn't know what to do. Okay. I think uh, I think Pip sort of probably... Because I imagine she can probably still see like the thrashing and the tail occasionally appearing out of the water. Mm-hmm. She's probably sort of privately to herself think, well, you know, you know, thank thank the trees that this that this thing is still captured and won't be hurting anybody else anytime soon. But like she's, but mostly her attention will be on like just, I guess, just like you know, having watched beavers in Brambledown when she was like being looked after. She's just basically trying to remember anything of that and just just trying to help, mm. like putting this poultice on and like putting a bandage ish kind of on Ludson to see if that actually helps him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's about all I can think to do yeah. right now. Just try and bandage the wound. Yeah, priorities so are not this damn fish. Yeah, not the we fish. Are, we are moving not from second to second now, but from minute to minute. Uh, I would also like to give a slight warning to Ver, who may be entering the scene as <gasps> Balthazar and Flynn uh, move their way up the, the river. Oh. Yeah, I, I am warned. <laughs> Balthazar, mm. help! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we now in this scene? No, we're getting close. Uh, you're, you're, you're approaching, so I just thought I'd let you know that I might take you in at some point soon. I... So, um, what do you guys do? You are watching this fish, and you see that through sheer force, it will bite its way out of this net eventually and escape. <sighs> Did you see where the otters went? Um, <clears throat> I think Pip sort of looks around probably spots like the bit of bent grass where she saw the otter ran and sort of gestures vaguely that way and just says I that way I don't know I don't know which way that is though no, she hasn't she there's hasn't no others around is there no I think it's just us right now on the riverbank mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought there was like other but I guess it was just the two the two brothers well, I think there were, but like they were much further down the river, and I think literally, oh, right. like, I think, but I think the point was like as soon as they saw the pike, the brothers probably would have run and like scrambled. Said, like just scrambled away and like, you know, sounded the alarm to all the other otters on the river, like don't go down that way. There's a pike. Yeah, so. fair. Hmm. I yeah, I, I think Wilson will kind of like gently kind of get up, if possible, and kind of just go over to like a, a wee like tree, base of a tree, and just kind of slump down. Um, oh, no. And just rest, like just so he's further away from the hmm. from the edge of the water. Oh, uh, Pip's gonna go and like, like sit next to him, but like she's still incredibly damp. So like, you know, she's yeah. kind of she has her wings kind of spread out a little mm. bit. She's actually, actually what she's gonna do? She's probably gonna instead of sitting next to Lesson, she's just gonna like 
lie next to him in the sun and just wait for her wings <laughs> to dry out. Pretty cool. It's like, I would offer a card, but I kind of threw them all at the pike. That's okay. I would have offered you an A-feed, but I, I also threw them all into the river. <sighs> well, she's... Like she, she like as she's lying. Uh, the, the way I imagine her lying is like she puts like a, like a little, kind of reassuring hand on, like you know, pip hand on Ludson's, like over mm-hmm. his hand while he's sitting. Just like, just that kind of reassurance of like, mm-hmm. that was awful, touch. but but at least but at least we're still here. Like she's yeah. it, that's kind of the that's what she's trying to sort of communicate to him. But she's too tired now because all the adrenaline's like leaving her. She's exhausted now. Mm, yeah, I'm just gonna say like. <clears throat> Well, I guess now I know what the inside of a fish looks like. If I ever want to make a metal fish, now I know. <sighs> oh, I w- I'd say maybe more like you know what the inside of fish feels like. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, she kind of, kind of like half. She kind of like lets out a nice little tiny squeaky chuckle, like a kind of heh. <laughs> um. Well, I I think I can say with full certainty though, uh, I don't ever want to go fishing again. No, I think I'm gonna go strictly vegetarian from now on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna stick to aphids. Aphid farming is a lot easier than fishing. Oh yes, bugs are pretty tasty. And, but they're so. They're, but bugs are so sweet. Has Balthazar ever introduced you to Icky Lucky? I don't. I don't think so. Well, I will have to. We'll have to see <sighs> if we can persuade her to come out at some point. She's so sweet. I I really hope that we have a backup plan for another way to. I, I didn't wolf. really feel so good about poisoning that that wolf. Wolf or no. fox? It was a wolf, right? Wolf, yeah. Wolf. Okay. Wolf, wolf. Um, yeah, Pip sort of kind of turns her head slightly to look at Ludson and say, well, I sort of agree with you. I mean... There was a backup there. plan, and we tried, but... <sighs> Hopefully Balthazar was a bit more successful. He can be very persuasive. Maybe, maybe he changed... Uh, maybe he changed Finn's mind. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone could, it would be Balthy. That's that's true. So, Pipistrel, in this short span of a conversation, it's mm. summer heat, you're already dry. Well, you're down, <gasps> as opposed to soaked. Yeah. Um, You dry off very quickly. It's beaming, like it's direct sunshine. It's like, you know, maybe like noon right now, so it's the hottest it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um. And we had like summers that we had like thirty-five degrees last oh, yeah. summer, so I don't true. doubt that it's very hot right now. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, like she so, could probably yeah. she could probably feel that she's like she's drying off. Um, she sort of she sort of again sort of like turned to Lars and it's like, I think I I think I might be dry enough to fly now. Do you think she kind of she doesn't want to leave him though? Um, well, just avoid I... the pike and avoid the water. Well, why don't, here, why don't I fly up into this tree, find a branch, and see if I can see if anybody's around. I, I, she, I, I, she's not leaving. She's not going to leave Ludson yeah. and be like, mm-hmm. okay, you're fine now, bye. <laughs> like, I, I won't be moving far. Okay, just, she kind of, again, she kind of gives gives his little paw, like, gives his paw, like, a little squeeze with her funny, long-fingered mm-hmm. bat hand, and just says, just, just stay there, I'll be right back. She's, she's going to fly up into the tree and see if she can see, like... She's gonna try and look for Finn just because he's much bigger, mm-hmm. uh, or look for the shine from Balthazar's armor if he's wearing it. Mm. Um, you wouldn't oh. know to look for Flynn. Oh yeah, that's true. Sorry, she's gonna look. She's gonna look for Balthazar. Then she's gonna look and see if she can mm. see wonderful little Toad Boy around. Or Balthazar. Why not? I guess I thought they were... because they 
they are moving towards you, but you don't know they're moving towards you. They're meant to be with the wolf right now, which is like the other side. Oh yeah. Yeah, we never really coordinated okay. like a meet up, except for being just back at the um, Aspen Aspen Grace. Was it? Yeah, Aspen Grace. Okay, so, um, so sorry. Could, I mean, it would make sense that you would look for the otters or look for anyone else, but I just okay, uh, yeah. just to know she wouldn't Not specifically those... look for them because okay, no, that's there, but, yeah. okay. Sorry, well then, sorry. Let me retcon that. Then yeah. she's just gonna look around and see if she can see mm-hmm. anybody in the near vicinity. So I'd say make a cunning roll. Um, just a straight cunning roll. Um, you would have disadvantage because you're exhausted, but you yeah. have advantage because I assume you'd probably tag something like keen eye, or I know you are good at looking for things. So she probably tra- a straight roll. Yeah, I was gonna say she probably tra- tag her shrewd gaze just to be very mm. uh, methodical about it. But yeah, straight roll then. God damn it! Do I fall out of a tree again? <laughs> <laughs> you fly up. You're like, oh, there's Balthazar. Oh shit! (laughs) (laughs) Oh god. So you you fly up into the tree, um, and you ache all over. Um, I feel like the complication here is that you scan around, um, and the otters are nowhere to be found. Um, Is it gone? They have fled. Uh, Cowards. You see far in the distance a glint. Uh, on, you know, not far in distance, maybe like half a mile away, uh, mm-hmm. a glint up the river, um, and a small shape that you recognize as <gasps> Flynn. Oh, okay. So, are they, so they're close enough that I can see them, you but could, they're probably you could not... fly and glide over to them. Yeah, okay, but they're probably not close enough that I could shout at them. So yeah, I think what, she, what she'll do then, she'll sort of, her ears will prick up like, <gasps> someone I know! Like, she's gonna sort of you know, again, I imagine this could also be part of the complication. She's going to try and glide back down to the bottom of the tree, but she kind of fl- face plants a little bit when she gets to the bottom because she's tired. No, don't worry. I've got a complication in mind. Don't worry. God damn oh, it! No. Okay. But like, she, so anyway, she's going to get to the she's going to get to the bottom of the tree and say, "Lusen, I think I can see Flynn." I, I, and she kind of points over to where she saw him. I'm going to fly over and see if I can uh, see if I can get close enough to to call them in, in in this direction so we can get you some proper help okay um, I'll, I'll i'll hold the fort here yeah just <clears> stay <throat> stay here and stay safe she kind of looks around so sure there's like no grass snakes or she's super paranoid now um it um, kind of like flexes um, the muscle like like strong he's like oh i'll, I'll oh, hold the fort <laughs> oh like the little boy. arm oh no it's making me sad um a quick uh quick question out of character did i see flynn which side of the river did I see him on? The side that we're on, or the, the other side? The other side. Buggeration! Okay, that's fine. Because that's the path um, that the... Um, is... That's the Aspengrade side. That's the path the fishers were on. That's where all the equipment is. Okay. Um, if I that's... if I go to the map, and I, I clicky, you will be able to see... Like, if this is Aspengrace here... Mm. Um, yeah. Then... Oh, actually, no, I'm telling a lie. I'm looking at the map and I'm realizing I am telling a lie. You are on the Aspen Grace side, but the path is on the other side of the river because it goes towards Bramble Fork. Um, oh, yeah. So the path okay. is on this side of the river, north of it. You are on the south bank, and Aspen Grace is behind you. Okay, that's fine then. Um, well, I think what she's going to do then, she is too scared to fly across the river, even up high. I think she's just, mm. she's just like, no, not yet. Um, but she's going to fly at least up the river towards where she saw Finn and at least yell from the opposite bank or something. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So you you glide down uh, river and it takes a few minutes. 
Um, and uh, Flynn... Well, we'll go to, to Balthazar and Flynn for this. So, Balthazar, <laughs> you're, you're treading along and you're probably talking... I don't know, what, what would Balthazar be talking about? Or would it just be sort of like a, a silence? Oh, no, no, Balthazar would definitely talk. Because um, <laughs> I don't think... I've, I realize I've been saying his name wrong. It's Flynn, not Finn. It, it, um, yeah, no, no, I, I thought it was Finn as well, but no, it is Flynn. I looked at my notes. <laughs> yeah, Because um, I presume Flynn isn't, like... Well, we did open up a little bit, like we did talk a little bit last time, but I don't know, just he doesn't seem like a very like big of a conversation list. So it's probably Balthazar talking at him and reminiscing, like <laughs> talking about rivers and water and, you know, just, just like these anecdotes, like, um, uh, I don't know what, like, you would be surprised how many different types of mud there are. <laughs> and, <laughs> different properties and like kind of you know slap slapping the the mud with his feet uh and being like this one would be very good for this and that and just kind of talking at um flynn because it's like oh we're cool now and and we kind of had this moment um mm. and uh i will never tell you about mud um like, i feel like uh like flynn it's not that Flynn isn't a conversationalist, just Flynn is very used to being alone and not talking to people. Oh, so, so Flynn is a little not overwhelmed, but this is this is the most conversation that Flynn has had in aside from like the briefing at Fangwatch in in weeks. Hmm. So uh Flynn is just taking it in and really? occasionally makes little um yowls of like, yes, huh, okay, hmm. Um and is very much uh you can tell by the expression on their face when you look over that they are absorbing all of the information but they're not re responding if that makes sense okay. you can Aww. see their little eyes flicking away like yes this kind of clay is good for baking into pots this kind of clay is good for walls and like categorizing it in their mind mm -hmm. um and that's really sweet then flynn all of a sudden rears onto their hind legs and grabs a bowler from their their belt Oh, before <laughs> pausing and going, it is your friend. Australia has returned. Uh, uh, Balthazar kind of uh, looks like I think he felt like a little, you know, uh, jolted when suddenly to get the bola and um, mm -hmm. uh, well, he wouldn't have time to uh, like judge him for it because he instantly like his eyes brighten up and say. Where was she? And he's gonna look around uh, into the sky because uh, actually, no, you, you look, know what? I, I feel like, like Balthazar, look, you, you look directly up <laughs> into the sun. You're like, Where is Pippa yeah. And Pippa is like, yeah. ah. You're level, but on the other side of the river, like, Hello, yeah. <laughs> that's adorable. And you, you look over at yeah, Pippa and they're the a mess. Um, oh, no, flight Wait, suit we're is a mess? oh, no, I, I, I am a mess. Sorry, Pippa a mess. Their flight suit is uh, previously a, a lovely dark green is now murky, covered in silt and, and pond scum, um, half dried on. Uh, they have the equivalent of bed hair, but for a bat, because they've oh. been soaked and then dried in the sun. So, like, half yeah. of their mane sticks out, the other half is flattened to their, their like, arms. They look like they have recently survived a drowning, which is true. Yeah. 
Um, but Balthazar doesn't know this, um, and kind of, like, looks over squinting, um, and says, Oh, I see you've, uh, finally tasted the, the finer things that a watcher would have to offer. Yes, uh, how has your fishing been going? Oh, God, I think... <laughs> Why don't you, uh, it's so far away on the other side of the bag. How, how about I come over to you? Oh, she, the... Like immediately throws up our little pause. Like whatever you do, do not get into this river. Not, not here. Not now. Uh, with a real sort of like a real note of panic in her voice. <laughs> um, he's like he's like a little bit of taken aback by this, as in like instantly worried. Yeah. Um, and uh, says, "Where's Watson? Are you just traveling alone, or did you two split up?" Uh. Pip, like, she starts getting, like, really, like, unexpectedly emotional. She's, you know, like, she feels tears stinging in her eyes. Like, she's exhausted. She's terrified. Um, and she goes, like, she kind of, like, sniffs and says, like, uh, sort of, kind of, you know, quietly, but, you know, not quietly enough so they can't hear her, but, like, he's hurt. Yeah, stage whisper. And she kind of points back towards the tree where she left him. He's like, he's over there, but he needs... He's bleeding, and I put a poultice on it, but I don't know if it's enough. I don't know how to get you across this river. Wait, I mean, I, I can... I can walk through, don't, don't worry! Um, but about, but and as you start to walk forward, um, <laughs> uh, Flynn puts their hand, again, protectively in front of you. Shielding says... I don't think that's a good idea, Balthazar. We did see that pike only minutes ago. Oh, oh, oh no! Did, did it get all the way to here already? Uh, so did you see the pike? The pike is what hurt Ludson. It, uh, he he got stuck in its mouth. It, it bit him. He, he's bleeding. I don't know if the poultice will work. Look! We'll run down this side of the uh, of the bank and and see how how fast we can get there. Just uh, d- go ahead, go ahead, back to him. We'll make it to you. And uh, Balthazar is gonna start hup, 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 running. Oh, Before you can, Flynn again has that arm in front of you and says, "It's far, it's fast if you just get on." And sort of leans <gasps> a shoulder down for you to climb yes. onto Flynn. Oh my god! If you guys could see my face, I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, Balthazar, um, Balthazar just kind of like he's in action mode, so he just mm-hmm. nods and Legolas swings himself <laughs> on Flynn like he's a whore. No, uh, I, I feel it would be less Legolas and more Gimli, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. No, he just kind of like, um, no, just climbs up, uh, especially if Flynn has like any additional kind of like belts or stuff on him, you can use that as perches, just hop up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and say, so, oh, oh, cool. thank you, thank you, dear Flynn. It's very kind of you. Hey, ho, let's go. Um, Flynn kind of like gestures that you grab onto the fur at the scruff of their neck. Um, and once you do, you're, I feel like this should be a TikTok little video of like a toad on a cat scrambling. Yeah. But the cat then just, Flynn just bolts down river. Um, towards the, the direction that you gesticulated, uh, Pip. Faster than you can fly, actually. Yeah, um, she'll be she'll You be start to try and flap to then fly over, but you see just this sort of like... As Flynn darts down uh, up river. Um, Bullet train Flynn. Yeah. 
Get you a um, cat friend to carry you places. Mm-hmm. Cat boss! Um, <gasps> yes. What's really fun for you, uh, Balthazar, is how smooth the ride is. Uh, Flynn is actively using their neck and head to try and, like, like uh, what's the word? Act as suspension? Yeah. Oh, out of the car wood. So, like, they're using all of their limbs and their joints to, like, absorb the running speed. So they are almost pouncing forward, but then using their limbs to, like, adjust so that you don't get bounced off. Um, so it's a surprisingly smooth journey, but you hear this sort of like rushing of wind around you, um, and it's this That's strange so cool. sensation. You've never moved so fast in your life. Well, uh, if, if I may, um, Balthazar and fellow not knights have jumped on the back of a running board before. Ooh. Um, I feel but that like, was bumpy and t- terrible. And yeah, I feel like with the boar, it's sort of like you were so. Uh, there's a difference because with the ball, you were so intent on like holding on long enough yeah. to do a task uh, that you didn't really recognize what was going on. But with this, True. it's sort of like, yeah. you're, like you're at the There's top. Ooh, it's it's the same feeling as when you're on a double-decker bus and you're at the very front of the double-decker bus or on the top and you're like mm. watching the world go by. And you're like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, he gets like a little, little like starry-eyed, like bright-eyed. Aww. Um, uh, really, really enjoying this. Uh, but he's not gonna like you know like go like yell or anything like Whoa! Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, now so... this is pottery. <laughs> 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 oh my god, he's, I love it. He's fine. Oh my god, I think it's canon that Balthazar would be the one to invent the word poggers, but yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> pod racing. Like oh, poggers. Oh like, yeah. Made a Star Wars reference. He didn't say pot. How dare you? Anyway, you. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Flynn then with claws out skids to a halt um near uh where like across from where Lutzen is on that part of the river and looks as the pike in the net has managed to bite its way most of the way out Ooh, and then flips awesome. in the water and swims upstream free of the net. Damn it. Balthazar definitely just like has the um, instant reaction of like reaching for his hammer when he sees the pike. Because um, a pike getting into a toad log is uh, just. Oh, is yeah. Def- yeah, it's it's the um, collapse of the entire society. Um, mm-hmm. So he kind of like tenses. Uh, but uh, then you know he sees it go away, <clears throat> and uh, he's gonna jump off of Flynn because I'm sure Flynn wants the full use of his capabilities. Mm. Um, and uh, is gonna look around. Is there any um, like is the bank part? I, I don't really know if there's anything on this river like that close it like uh, makes that gap of the two banks any narrower. Like on your picture, there was. Mm. The net is suspended. Oh, just from one bank to the other. Yeah. Um, I'd say that with the time, you could find a narrow part where you could more easily swim across. Well, honestly, with the pike having had a went away upstream and probably not wanting to deal with this whole situation, Balthazar would probably be fine barging in and doing the mud fury, like walk on the bottom mm. of the silt. <laughs> Sick. Yes. 
Post Caribbean. So you, you go across uh, the river and um, kind of stride underneath the silt, and with your, your toad eyes, you're able to see that the there are large gouges in the riverbed here where there's clearly been a lot of struggling. Um, and you make it out to the other side completely um, fine uh, after maybe like half a minute of just sort of like waddling around down there. Uh, and you emerge sort of silt and water just sort of like coming off of you. Um, and I didn't want to say you... it's customary not night training to like carry heavy boulders underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, to conditioning. Your yeah, your legs and uh, muscles. So this is mm-hmm. a, a um, in the back of your head, you have the thought that I'm going to have to oil all of my armor again today. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, he likes um, doing that, so it's fine. Yeah. But it's like, you are driven, and I would say that uh, Pipistrel catches up to you uh, as you get to Lutzen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think, because it's not like Balthazar can help, but he's just going to get to Lutzen. Um, I think Lutzen and- would have been Susan. Who just like kind of closes his eyes, I think, and just kind of be like resting. Yeah. Um. Actually, uh. So Balthazar might. Um. I, I think he's very much just like okay, okay. This is a problem we need to solve. Uh, he's like um. Lots and lots and my friend Pipistrel told me that you were attacked by a by a pike. Oh, what a what a g- glorious battle that must have been. I'm glad to see that you're for the most part in in one part still. It it seems. Uh, are, are you? Uh. Do you think you're able to get up? Lutzen's still sneezing, rolls his head and like lulls his tongue. Oh my god, <laughs> he's <laughs> dead! No, he's like, uh, I'm just, up, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Balthazar. I'm, well, uh, I mean, oh, that, that was not fun. We didn't, we didn't get the fish, the pike. Uh, he's just really tired. He's just really like, oh, like oh, weary eyed. Oh, Looking. Don't, don't you bother about that, about that fish. Who even cares? It's it's not as important as your health, as your life. Oh, the two of you really risked everything for this. And kind of looks back across the bank at like Flynn, um, and kind of looks back at Lutzen, um, and says, um, "I'm I'm sorry that I wasn't here to help you." Oh, uh, don't don't be. It's all right. It was all. It was all going fine, and and then it and then it wasn't. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> where I could have helped. Well, yes, you know, well, no, none of us saw that fish coming, both literally and metaphorically. Well, we have to get you some help because that's uh, that is blood. That is red blood right there. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see now. Uh. I'm- I could, if if Pipistrel can fly my armor to the other side, I could uh, bundle you up in my banner and uh, um, uh, swim you to the other side, and then maybe Flynn can help uh, uh, carry you back to Aspen Grace. Maybe we can find some uh, uh, some uh, beasts of medical knowledge uh, somewhere among the the denizens of the town. Yeah, I'm. I'm just thinking. I was like, is that the? Hmm. No, wait, like the you guys are on the Aspen Grace Grace side. 
Are we? Yes. Yeah, that's what. Yes. Oh, right. Yes. Oh. I was. I was forgetting. You are on the Aspen Gray side. It's just that all of the tools to try and like get this fish out of the river was on the other side, as I yeah. realised. So actually, yeah. right. you, are, you could Flynn could come yeah. over and then take you to Aspen Grace quite easily. Yeah. Okay. Do we? Do we want to go? Because like, has it, like, are there still some of Ludson's tools at the other side of the river though? Uh, yes. Yeah. Do we? Do we want to? Do we want to take a quick minute just to grab? Or actually, if Flynn's still on the other side of the river, maybe we could just ask him, like, could he bring them over? Yeah, or like, or actually, or, or actually, Pip could fly over to get them. What am I talking about? I could, I could fly over and get them. Balthazar's definitely not thinking about that. He's just like, we gotta get this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, sorry, sorry yeah. that was just, like, that was just a sort of... I um, think, it, well, it's not just gonna be like, whatever, whatever works best. I, I'm, I'm not so used to being this... the... injured. I'd never... this is something a bit new. Well, you know what they say about uh, these kind of injuries? Scars are a lesson written in the skin. Oh, so, lesson, lesson learned. Learned. <laughs> double double checked and learned twice, thrice, and all over again. I will not be jumping in the water anytime soon. Next time you can leave that to me. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, um, Balthazar will turn around and like look over at Flynn and. Uh, because Flynn had a title, it was Lime Finder. That's how he introduced himself to us, or they introduced mm -hmm. themselves to us. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because uh, both of us would use proper titles and stuff and say, Lime Finder Flynn, Flynn um, I'm going to start carrying Lutzen to town. He's in dire need of help. If you would be able to find a way across the river, uh, perhaps you could help me along the way. You are, after all, bigger and more well suited to, um, uh, to I think, Aid him in an expedited manner, but I will start this journey now. And when you can join us, uh, you, your help would be, your aid would be uh, greatly appreciated. And uh, he's gonna start picking up Lutzen uh, in a princess carry. <laughs> oh, no, yes. he's gonna bundle him in the blueberry banner so he's all like, oh. and just carry him like a, like a sack, like Santa with a sack across his. You back. have a rat burrito. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. This is going to be adorable, well, by the way, because like, Lutzen, Lutzen is I, quite big in comparison. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say, I want to say that Balthazar, this is a little bit of world building for your banner. But actually, if you were to find two appropriately sized uh, branches or like bits of, of twig, because it would be twig not branch, um. Um, your banner has uh, loops on the sides to turn it into a stretcher. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll use yes. my yeah. I'll do the stretcher thing. Um, and so you're you're able to gonna... put him onto a stretcher that carries him safely and securely without needing to move him. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna do that and uh, start uh, pulling him. Also, like pulling him will probably be easier than like. Yeah. Was, yeah. I was gonna say who carries the other end? Or is he just gonna? Oh, yeah, he's yeah, he's like, gonna pull him. Like, yeah, on the yeah, like, like, yeah. You can. I've seen like those like slot sled gurney things that you can get. Oh, got, like stuck right. on mountains. They're they're really yes. they're clever because it just takes the weight out of it. Got you, got you, got you. I'm with you. Yes, he's gonna start help and uh, um, pulling. Thank you, uh, thank Balthazar. Uh, um, well, um, in, in the fall, seems to have acknowledged your your request. Um, he, he gives you a nod and uh, with Pipistrel gathers up uh, Lutzen's tools and then starts to walk briskly. Um. Uh, uh, along the path towards uh, Aspen Grace, looking for a space that he could bound over if possible. Mm -hmm. uh, look, honestly, Balthazar didn't even look to see if he will, you know, acknowledge and do it. Uh, he just assumes he will because he's a nice person, right? Mm -hmm. um, and he just uh, kind of 
fervently uh, pulls the stretcher in the direction of Aspen Grace. He's fairly like he's you no, know, he's not like winded or or as spent as uh, Pivistra and Lutzen. So uh, I think he's quite full of vigor and ready to undertake this. Okay, I think that we are going to take a little five-minute break while I organize some things. Um, <laughs> because it's pre-recorded, I can just snip it out later. So I'm going to put us on a little break and come back here in five seconds. Okay, we are back. The hike from the river through to Aspen Grace is tense. Uh, Lutzen, you are extremely tired. The adrenaline has faded from your body and you pass in and out as you make this journey. Um, mm. You've never been hurt like this before, as you've said. Um, Balthazar, you feel a lot of tension trying to move as fast as possible uh, or to cover as much ground as possible without jostling Lutzen uh, too much. You've had to do training exercises where you've had to move uh, other toads from the field of battle back to uh, a safe space. But the fighting boars... Rarely, if ever, was it there a time when that was going to be worth it. It was either all or nothing with injuries. Mm -hmm. So you make it to the, the edges of Aspen Grace, and it's the middle of the day. And uh, you're very... It's very easy for you to get directions to uh, the a, a doctor, basically. A, a stitcher, as they call them. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> essentially, what's the the other beasts in Aspen Grace direct you very quickly because uh, they recognise that there's an injured animal and this is bad. Um, and the I think maybe like a, a, a hedgehog, one of the guards, actually picks up the other side of the stretcher and or gets you Balthazar to pick up the back of the stretcher while they pick up the front and then takes you to uh, mm. their stitcher. It's uh, high up in the tree. Um, which is not the best position, but apparently uh, they've only just uh, returned from the, the Boar Wars. So they're in their home rather than in a, a properly set up station. You uh, are brought to uh, this quite high up space, um, knowing that Pipistrel and uh, Linefinder Flynn will eventually join you. Uh, you enter into this small room where it is... Uh, dim in comparison to the bright heat of the noonday sun uh, and a, a mole with small glasses is uh, sitting in a chair and stands up uh, as you enter uh, 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 hello oh oh no this is looking very bad uh, please please uh, Brennan bring them in he seems to know the guard and he directs you to uh, a table where he's got his lunch like some half-eaten lunch laid out and he kind of like like pushes out of the way and Lutz and your your laid out onto the table, um, where immediately this mole starts to uh, probe and examine the the wound from the pike. Uh, um, Balthazar would kind of say, um, "Lutzen here was uh, attempting to to fish, and uh, a pike got him and and chewed on him and uh, spat him out, but not without uh, not without some damage." Uh, um, let me know if there's anything I can do. Um, the mole, uh, to you, Lutz, says, oh, you're, well, you're quite a lucky chap, aren't you? Uh, let me, yeah, let me see. It. 
Um, <laughs> and he starts to peel back the sort of waxy poultice that's been applied uh, rather thickly, um, and more blood oozes out, and he kind of turns to, to Brennan, the, the hedgehog, and says, oh, I need uh, buckets of fresh water. Get them now. He turns back and rather calmly starts to take gauze um, from uh, a box that he has uh, behind his chair. It looks like it was he has to dig it out and then starts to kind of wipe and clean the wound, which stings uh, mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Ow. Mm. I think Austin just kind of like is kind of wincing and just like groaning and kind of grunting and how mm. he's just very much not used to like injuries like this, like. Trapped fingers, you know, staved fingers, you know, little cuts and bashes and bumping things, but not like fucking full-on wounds to the side. Yeah. Um, it's very like, yeah, unsure how to deal with it. Um, the the mole uh, gets water from Brennan eventually and then uh, starts to wash the wound and says... Uh, what were you even doing in the river with the pike? That's a... Well, as you can see, it's a terrible idea. Very irresponsible of you. Uh, and... Mm-hmm. He starts to wash, and he says, And who put this poultice in here? It's not clean. Uh, I think I have some spare. Um, and after washing the wound, reapplies uh, a similar thick, waxy paste um, that smells uh, vaguely um, minty and acidic. Uh, and it stings just as bad when he puts yeah, it in. Um, and then slowly, with your help, uh, Balthazar has L- Lutzen lifted up and then a bandage is woven around your body uh, to hmm. kind of keep the whole area bound and clean. Mm-hmm. Um, then finally, uh, the mole says, uh, mm, I need a kettle. And sort of goes over to uh, a little stove uh in sort of like an open-plan kitchen a little bit away and starts to boil some tea. Uh, brings it back and says, drink this. Okay, he kind of takes it kind of carefully in his paws and just kind of like, just very gently. You slurp at it and it burns your tongue because uh, it's really hot. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then immediately as you drink it, uh, you go like, oh, hot. And then your, your tongue starts to go a bit numb and you drink the rest of it. And within a minute, you're sound asleep. Oh my god. Can oh. Uh, and Balthazar kind of sees Lutzen start like slipping and like grabs the mole, mole's shoulder like, uh, Stitcher! Stitcher! I think he's, I, I think he's slipping away! <laughs> um, and, uh, the mole calmly kind of like takes your, your shoulder and says, no, no, he's, he's sleeping, he's sleeping. Lutzen just needs rest right now. Uh, we've closed the wound, um, uh, contrary to my name, I, I don't think this one needs stitches. It just needs time to close and heal. The the bones on a rat are quite close to the skin at this point. If we just let the body do its its natural thing, he should be fine. He needs a day of rest at most uh, before this will start to close up, and then a few weeks of taking it very easy. Oh, he's not very good at that. He's very well, reckless it- and very brave. And a very good rat who does very good and, and very brave things and and he's gonna he's gonna climb on another iron beetle and 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 fight a bunch of squirrels it's it's impossible to keep him away from danger mm-hmm. i think like Watson still kind of is fading like it's, it's just towards the tail because that i am <laughs> i'm just gonna conk, conks out 
Um, the moss is uh, yes, yes, Lutzen, of course. Um, and just kind of gently kind of strokes your head, um, and then uh, says, I-, "I don't know about fighting squirrels and and making iron be- uh, beetles. I don't know. He shouldn't be doing any of that. He's going to need your help to not. Uh, this is rather severe." Uh, and the mole takes his little spectacles off and starts to clean them with uh, his shirt. Hmm. Well, then you will have my word of a knight of Blueberry Pond that I will stop him from doing reckless and dangerous things, and I will do them in his stead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The mole squints at you without the glasses and then puts them back on and says... you are a rather strange toad. Um, Thank you. I... Never mind. Uh, I think you should let him rest here. I'll move him to my bed and he can he can sleep. And then we can figure out uh, what else he'll need in the morning. Uh, if there is anything that you would uh, need found or procured, please... Do not hesitate to ask uh, between me and uh, Pipistrel, who's a bat who can fly and, and find things very easily. Uh, we would be very happy to assist in any way that we can. And the mole um, gives you a, a slightly sidelong look before going over to a shelf where there are some scant books kind of like laid there. Takes a book off the shelf and then starts to flip through the bark pages and then holds up uh, a spread where there are some herbs drawn out, and says, if you can find me more of this herb, uh, it's analgesic. It'll it'll replenish my stocks for the tea. And uh, if you can find me more, and then flips to another page and says, if you find more of this herb, uh, this is cleaning. It, it keeps things clean. I can make you a poultice to, to care for this wound after you, you leave. Uh, presumably to go fight squirrels. Why are you fighting squirrels? <laughs> well, it really is just one squirrel, and it was the quartets. Um, they they stole the contraption that Lutzen created, a marvelous mechanical beast that looked like a uh, uh, like a beetle and was large enough to uh, to ride within. It was it was quite an incredible sight. However, this um this vile forgive me for my words, but this vile vermin. Mm-hmm. Uh, stole the beetle at the behest of some other beast, and we don't know what use they might put it to, but uh, it should be in Lutzen's hands, and it should be in the hands of a good person. And we don't think that these uh, beasts that took it are particularly good. So I want you to make a cunning roll for me, uh, Balthazar, just a straight roll. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, so... <laughs> It's complicated. So um, <laughs> you don't notice. Balthazar just doesn't notice uh, the the stitcher mole checking Balthazar for head wounds. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. um, and then uh, the 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 mole says, uh, "Your your your friend. Uh, you said they were a, a bat." Uh, could you, sorry, could you repeat yes. what you said? Uh, I was rather distracted by your extravagant tale. <laughs> uh, my friend Pipistrel and, and oh, and also Tanner Flynn, or, or, or Linefinder Flynn, will be coming as well. Actually, I think that he knows quite a thing or two about herbs, and I'm sure he would be very 
very helpful in, in locating these things that you need as well. Um, the mole, uh, their little ears prick up and their eyes widen when you say Flynn. And the mole says, uh, uh, Flynn is here? Oh. Oh. Do you know Flynn? Uh, yes. Uh, I'd say that in the last day, I'd even perhaps call him a friend. Oh. Hmm. Cute That's a, a rare pleasure. Uh, please, uh, bring well, I bring this... Well, speak. I... It's difficult. I would say bring Flynn here, but I don't think Flynn would fit. And I can't leave Lutzen like this right now. Um, if you could persuade Flynn to stay around for a day, I, I know uh, I know Tanner's a rather busy uh, folk. I would speak with him. Uh, there's much to discuss. Well, he, I, he's a very knowledgeable fellow. I'm, I'm sure that he would find many interesting things to, to speak about, including now he knows quite a bit about clay and mud, as I have told him, so you could also talk about that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, Excellent. And, uh, well, when I see him... I would say, before you, you do that, oh, like, yeah. as, you're, as you're talking, um, the, the mole goes over to a little side desk and pulls out a little parchment, um, and then, as you're talking, kind of is hunting around for some kind of writing implement and finds a stick of charcoal eventually and starts to scribble a quick note um, folds it up and then gives it to you and says, uh, please, uh, give this to, 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 to Flynn. Uh, say it's from Hiccup. Yeah, I knew it! Oh, um, it is Hiccup! Uh, 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 yeah, are, uh, takes the note and says, of course, uh, I'm sure that I will be meeting up with them in, in due time. They were following me here, uh, on the other side of the bank, however, so, um, uh, and we do have a few matters to discuss anyway. I, I will make sure to give this to, to them. Yes, yes. Oh, and it's from Hiccup and say it's from the Legion as well. I think that would hold more sway. Uh, sure. In the meantime, I'll, I'll be taking care of, of, of Lutzen. But uh, please, I would deeply be interested in speaking with Flynn. Uh, consider it payment for taking care of your friend. Oh, oh, oh of course, I... Uh... I actually didn't know there was going to be payment, so I'm kind of glad that's covered. Um, but I would happily cover anything else as well. Uh, uh, Alrighty then, well, please, please, I'm sure that you will take good care of Lutzen, I, I know it. Uh, but um, I hope that he, he makes a swift recovery under your uh, uh, knowledgeable um, eyes. Uh, no, that's the wrong, sorry, my, my brain. <laughs> Uh, under your knowledgeable care. And, um, the mole nods, uh, and turns, uh, to start grinding, like, goes to a cabinet and starts to grind up some more paste, uh, with some dried herbs and a little bit of the bucket water, and, um, I'm gonna say this is where we're gonna end today's episode. Oh, mm. That was uh, With Balthazar going off to find uh, Pipistrel and Flynn, uh, who probably will have arrived at the base of Aspen Grace, or the, the outskirts by now. Mm-hmm. That was a very fun, oh. but also a very tense episode. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Is Lutzen okay? Is he alive? Uh, Lutzen will be okay. No. Is this how you kill off Lutzen? Po- that was poison that he got, and Lutzen was dead now. <laughs> I knew it, that little mole. The mole. <laughs> the mole in the midst of the uh, stitches. The mole and the rat. Well, uh, that has been 
the first episode of Beast Fables of 2021. Um, I think yeah. we should start just by reintroducing ourselves uh, before we say goodbye. Um, my name is Brian. I use he, him pronouns. And uh, I have been your narrator for today's adventure. I run Dungeons on a Dime, which is an entry-level tabletop role-playing game publisher. Uh we have got some really cool projects in the midst, including a Beast Fables game called Scurry. It's going to be so exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's fully funded on Kickstarter. That was a whole lot of fun during February. And there will be more updates about that, the Bristly Woods and things you can do inside of it uh, later in the coming months. Uh, I have been joined today by Ver, Atlanta, and Fraser, who will introduce themselves, starting with Ver. Hey, Beast of Pips, everybody. I have been <laughs> Ver. Uh, you can find me on social media, uh, Verface at Twitter, or Verfachi at Twitter, because somebody read it like that. <laughs> uh, Sticks and Sharks at Tumblr. Uh, and if I may take this opportunity to shout out a Kickstarter. Uh, yes, I'd yes. Like to, um, uh, if you would be interested in my art and storyteller, which admittedly doesn't have much to do with toads, but does have something to do sort of with wolves. Uh, I, uh, a comic of mine, a 42-page comic by the title of Wolven Daughter, is part of, uh, the Kindred Press 2021 comic collection that is now on Kickstarter. Uh, we might be hitting the goal today, um, uh, today being, for me, Wednesday the 10th, um, perhaps by the time that this episode is, uh, aired, it will have been, uh, the goal has, had been met. Uh, but I nonetheless incentivize everybody to go check it out. Uh, if you look up Kindry Press, that is Q U I N D R I E, uh, Kindry Press on Kickstarter, uh, comic collection 2021. Uh, I would heartily recommend it. There are uh, four beautiful comics uh, that are featured as part of the collection. And uh, each one is definitely worth checking out. You can buy a bundle, or you can buy individual comics. And you would be supporting uh, indie uh, Scottish artists in the process. Uh, what a wonderful thing to do in it. Um, Brian, thank you very much for having me for this game. I'm so excited to be playing Beast Fables again, uh, especially with such wonderful co-players in the form of Atlanta and Fraser. Thank you so much, you two. This episode was really nerve-wracking. Uh, but I also got to draw some hand pips, so... Oh my god, uh, oh really god. Atlanta will terrify us forever. Uh, Atlanta, please also, tell I us about the, the trauma you have endured under the reign of hand pip. <laughs> uh, hello, I am a small bat with terrifyingly huge hands, uh, <laughs> otherwise known as Atlanta. I use she, her pronouns. Um, you can find me just kind of generally vibing in this 2021 continuation of the general panini that we are living in uh at alpaca scribbles on twitter at alpaca underscore scribbles uh on instagram uh nothing super major to plug this time just uh i have commissions open um would be really grateful for any work i could get right now uh just because this is the only work that i have so it would be you know if you do need like a an icon? Do you want me to do a D&D &D character? Do you want me to draw you as a bat with terrifying hands? Just let me know, because I could do that. Probably not as good as Ver, but you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I will sue you if you draw a hand pip. Because that is, yeah, that is true. I, they are, they are now... now my intellectual property. She is, mm -hmm. and you know what? I have I think minted I, <laughs> I have minted hand pip in the oh. eyes of God. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah clearly and you know what i think i think i'm okay with that one um but yeah brian thank you so much for bringing the you know bringing beast fables back it's been such a long pause since we played beast fables i've been craving it and it feels wonderful and ver and fraser as per usual you're both wonderful and lovely and fraser what a what a tense terrifying let's not let's not episode we've had today give us a time and i will pass and that to you. last but not least the center of today's drama uh, <laughs> why did it have to be me hi my name's fraser <laughs> i go by he him pronouns uh, <laughs> and i am um, a collective group of rats, the one less than there was before in a trench coat. Um, yeah, uh, you can find me on the internet under the alias of Lost Astronaut. Uh, I launched a Patreon as well, so you can go and support me on that. Because um, it's been, yeah, that was while we were while we were away. So uh, go and check that out. Uh, Patreon slash Lost Astronaut. And yeah, is that everything? I forgot how to do outros. I think that's, yeah, that's everything. Yeah, good. yeah. Good. Like I'm an I'm an illustrator, character illustrator, artist, also along with all these wonderful, beautiful people. Um, go and support Fraser, everyone. Do you have another game that you participate in? Mm. Oh shit! Yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm sure there's something I'm missing. Um, yeah. So me and some friends also do another uh, tabletop uh, stream. We play Dungeons and Dragons on Saturday nights at 7 p.m. GMT. Uh, we're a group of streamers go- that go by the Clockwork Order on Twitch. Um, and just now we're kind of, this will be our 10th episode this uh, this Saturday. Ooh. So come along, hang out. We also have a wee talk show that we do every second Monday, kind of related to it and other tabletop stuff. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Go and check us out. Give us a follow. We're also on podcast platforms, so you can check out there and catch up. And yeah, that's that. Yay. Amazing. Well, thank Smile. you for joining us today. And we will catch you next Wednesday live. Uh, as we go back into our streaming schedule. Good to see you all, and we hope you have a fantastic week. Goodbye from Beast Fables. Goodbye. Baby CPFs, everybody.